towards becoming successful, towards getting across that bridge that you're hoping at. Well, actually, before I go any further, if this is your first time listening to the Move Swiftly podcast, welcome to the show. I'm glad to have you. If you are a regular listener, you already know how I get down. Today's topic, I want to dive deep, dive, take a really deep dive into the importance of active listening. Active listening. Write that down. Active listening one of the most important ingredients you can add to your, to the mix of skills that you have, the skills that you already have, the most important, I'm reluctant to say it's the most important, but it very much could be the most important. By far, you're not going to get very far in life if you don't have active listening skills. And if you're trying to develop, which is what this show is all about, if you're trying to find your place in this world, which is, again, what this show has been about since its inception in 2020, I believe it was, This show has always been about finding your place in this world. And one of the ways, one of the best ways in which you can do that is by improving your active listening skills. All right. Active listening. There's a difference. There's a huge difference between just listening to what a person's saying and just kind of going in one ear and out the other versus actively listening and making sure you're taking the notes, making sure you're mentally, mentally noting whatever is needed to be said. In fact, when I was, when I was heavily involved, with Toastmasters, one of the things that we would do when we weren't given a speech, we would have to evaluate speeches. And as we were, we would actually get graded on evaluating speeches. So uh, just so you guys, if you haven't been to Toastmasters, how it works, you have a person who is actually given the speech. And then the person who evaluates the speech has gets evaluated by the overall evaluator. So wait, it works like someone gives a speech. And then a couple minutes later, somebody comes up. And they have to tell a little bit about what, this, what was good about the speech, where the speech could have improved, things like that. And the person at the end of the meeting evaluates how a person gave an evaluation. And one of the things that was constantly used, one of the, the biggest things that they would teach in regards to whoever was the evaluator for that day is you have to be actively listening because you can't prep for that. You can't prep and say, OK, I'm, I'm going to like if, if you're giving a speech. You can prep for your speech. You know what you're going to say. You can practice it in the mirror. You can practice it with some of your friends or some of your family, whatever it is. You can't practice when it comes to giving an evaluation. You have to be actively listening to the speech. And then based on what you heard from the speech, you have to give a very, very detail-oriented evaluation. In fact, one of the things that would constantly, constantly happen is that people would get, people would get like a, would get discredited or they wouldn't like it when, someone would give an evaluation to be like, oh, it's just a good speech. It was just, they would just get positive. They would always want the evaluator to give some sort of feedback or something that the actual person giving the speech 
they would want them to give them something that they could work on. It's very, very important. And when you get in the habit of actively listening, there are so many things that are going to, so many doors that are going to be open enough for you. If you're a regular listener to the show, you've heard from countless guests that I've just ran into at the barbershop, at the store, at a Panera, whatever it is that I've just happened to run into, like what they're doing. I kind of overhear a conversation about what they're about. And you know, next thing you know, they're on this show. That, that's how it works. It's because I was actively listening, all right? And I, w- I want to give you guys another example because this just this past week, it, it happened to me again. And it made me, it really made me mental note the fact, you know what, I got to get, I got to do an episode strictly on active listening, all right? So I was at a bole. It was a bole in Boca, in Boca, Boca, Boca Raton, Florida, Boca Raton, Florida. All right. And not too far. Everything is, I tell people all the time, you know, I'm all over South Florida. Right. So I'm at this, I'm at this bole. And if you don't know what a bole is, it's a very high end, very healthy establishment. It's a restaurant that serves incredibly healthy food, incredibly enriching food. I mean, it's B-O-L-A-Y fantastic restaurant if you haven't eaten there it just it's it's incredible because the food is freshly made and everything is just everything everything it's just incredible the 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 clean the cleanliness of the place everything that it's about it's an absolute gem you got to go check it out whenever if you're in the area right or if if you know of a bole that you haven't tried out make sure you go try it out right so i'm at there and i'm having dinner and one of the girls who works there you could tell that she was on her break she goes over to the counter or to the basically eats her lunch or dinner, whatever it is. It was around six o'clock. So she was probably having her dinner or whatever. She was taking a break at the, at the restaurant and she was eating the food because the food is that good that she basically just has lunch at work. You know, she does no need for her to leave. Right. So I overhear her as she's talking, as she's talking to, as she's speaking to one of her coworkers, I overhear her say, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to sh- watch this show. The name of the show is uh, Homecoming All-American. And something triggered in my mind because I am a, I watch that show regularly. In fact, I love that show. So as I'm eating, I'm like, you know what? That, that's a conversation start. That's a conversation start. Now, here's where, I went, here, here's where it's really, really important. All right, really important for you guys to listen to what I'm telling you. In fact, everything's important, what I'm telling you. But where, where, where a lot of people lose their way when it comes to active listening. And because this is, this is the kind of culture we're in now with our phones and the internet and all these distractions that we have and you know our, our core group of friends, we don't want to get out of our comfort zone and all that other bullshit. But again, you're listening to me because you want to grow your network, you want to grow your business, you want to just have people come in and in your world and you want to set things up for the future so you can be successfully and successful and well off in the future, right? So Once I finish my dinner, she's continuing. She's, you know, she's still eating and stuff like that. I look over to her. I'm like, hey, you know, I watched that show too, by the way. I watched that show too. It's a great show. And we end up having a great conversation. I tell her about my podcast. I have to subscribe and things like that. Hopefully she's listening now. All sorts of things. And that is the point. There's one thing to be actively listening. It's quite another to open up your damn mouth and introduce yourself and say, this is what I'm about. This is what I do. You know, if you're interested, definitely you're invited to dive deeper into my world. These are the elements, okay? These are the elements that every single one of us need to have. You cannot outsource this. You can't pay someone to do this for you, all right? You're not going to hire someone that gets this kind of shit done for you. 
it has to be a mix. It has to be a mix. You have to love what you do, have to have that much passion for what you do that you feel like every single person, every single person can get value from it. Not to say every single person is going to pay you for it. Not to say you should be talking to every, you know, every, like every single person should be a prospect or whatever it is, or you should expect money from every single person that you meet, but you should expect that you can, you can show and you can break down what it is you do to any person that comes into your life. And if the opportunity presents itself to start a conversation, you need to take that conversation and send them somewhere because you know, there's no telling who someone else knows. All right. I, I, in fact, there's, there's a book. There's a book that if you have not read this book, I definitely recommend that you go get a copy of it. The title of this book is called The Tipping Point. The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell, who is my favorite author. I've read all his books from Outliers to Blink to What the Dog Saw to David and Goliath, what I believe was his most recent one. He, he has done some incredible. He has changed my world in so many different ways. I mean, his writing is just incredible because of the facts and the things that he points out from a psychology standpoint. And in the book, The Tipping Point, he breaks down a business. He breaks down a business into three categories, three types of people. All right. The first one is connectors. Connectors is very, very self-explanatory. I have a connection with this person. You know this guy, this guy, you know a guy who knows a guy and you all end up talking business and something happens as a sale made, whatever it is. It, very important. You have to, you have to have a connector in your business. All right. Then there's the th second part. Mavens. Mavens are the ones that have a ton of information, a ton of information, just know a whole lot of shit. The people that are managers in my world, in my world, in the move swiftly world, they would be very similar to the well-informed folks. That's like a skilled, well-informed front team. Mavens are the well-informed team. And every time I give a workshop, every time I do a workshop, I tell people, I advise people, I strongly, strongly advise people to work towards becoming a well-informed worker. Because when you're a well-informed worker, information, no one can take that from you. You can't lose it. There's nothing that can happen. When you have that information, you have power. All right? And then the third category that Malcolm Gladwell talks about are salespeople. Salespeople, the ones that can make a sale. Because you're not going to be in business if you can't make a sell. In fact, one of my, you know, one of my mentors, uh, coach that I've mentioned on this show, has actually been on this show quite a bit, and I've talked about him quite a bit. His name is Dre Baldwin. He has a podcast named Work on Your Game, and just not not just a podcast. He has an actual brand, an actual business called Work on Your Game, and he regularly talks about, you know, how we're all salespeople. Every single person. If you didn't know, I'm going to actually steal his line on this one. If you didn't know, now you know. You're in sales. There's not one person in this world who's not in sales. You may duck and hide from it. You may not want to call yourself a salesperson because you think we're a bunch of sleazy assholes who don't do the right thing and do whatever it takes to make a sale. And I got news for you. All of us are salespeople, whether you like it or not. All right, I need to get, I want to make sure I'm on the record saying that every single person is selling something. Sales is the backbone, the backbone to this, to this world. All right. Without sales, Nothing you enjoy is going to happen. Without people that are going out selling certain things every single day, nothing that you enjoy will be available to you. Sales is everywhere and everything. All right? So we have connectors, mavens, and salespeople. Connectors, mavens, and salespeople. Now, let me give you an example of how this translates into business. In my world, the, the, the company that I started, the company that I created, 
the first company I started was in 2012. The name of it, and it's still around to this day. It's not going anywhere. It's called Gym 44, Gym 44 Recruiting. Gym44.com. You can go check it out. You look at it, and it's very simple. And I'm in fact, I've heard people tell me straight up, it's very plain. You know, they don't know where to go or what to do and things like that. And, and my rebuttal to all of that is, well, go to Google's website. You know, you go to Google's website and you see very plain. You don't see anything but the word Google and search because it's all about giving the user the control and making sure that happens. So that anyway, I'll, I'll do a different, a completely different episode on that in itself. I want to just tell you the brain, the kind of the structure and the mindset I had and how that book, The Tipping Point, helped me create the, the model for Gym 44, all right? So the way Gym 44 works is a coach logs in, just like they log into a Facebook account or a Gmail account, and they simply go to Gym 44, they, they log into their account, there's a back office in which they can post tryouts for any type of player that they may be looking for, for whatever age they may be looking for, whatever it is, they can simply post their trials. They can put how much the trials are going to cost, whatever it is. They have the power to do whatever it is they want with their trials when it comes to how they're going to announce it. All right. The key to it, the key now, that's the connector piece, right? That's the connector. As a coach, I'm, I'm going to break it down to you step by step. As a coach, as a coach, you want to be, whether you are or you're trying to be, you want to be connected to the athlete that is that would be willing to show up to the trial, whether it is you connecting with the athlete directly, whether it's you connecting with another coach that you're trying to recruit the athlete, or whether it's you connecting with the athlete's family, whatever it is, you want to put it out there to say, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a 6'2 linebacker that can run at least a 4'7" whatever that's at least 225 pounds all of that all of that could be put out there in terms of what you're looking for all right you want to connect with that person and that's what a coach has the ability to do now if they're using gym 44 all right so that's the connector piece and i've also started to allude to the maven piece right you get the connector and then the maven piece where you have the information in your head what you're looking for. You have the, you're putting the information out there and you're announcing it. What, what I, I, I might've mentioned this when I was describing Mavens, I might've forgot, but I'm gonna repeat it if I did. Forgive me if I did, but Mavens are the people that are announcing what they're looking for, announcing what's available. So again, we're gonna break it down into Gym 44 example. You're a coach, I, I need a 6'2 linebacker, 225 pounds, runs at least a 4'7", his grade point average is at least a 3.2. That's what I'm that that's the aspect of Gym 44 in which it's Maven, part of being a Maven. All right. Here is the most important part. And it's the part that I'll I'll admit 100 percent I didn't do the best job in creating, but over time, as I've met more, as I've continued to grow in this business and and, and have books out and understand the importance of sales and things like that. The sales part of it is every coach, every person that has a profile on Gym 44, every tryout that gets posted. There's a little space on each tryout that says ad space, which stands for advertisement space. When you're posting your tryout, you can, you can go and sell to an advertiser to say, hey, as an advertiser, I have 100 people that are requesting tryouts every day. How much money do you have in advertising that you would be willing to give? And there's the sales piece. All of that, all of that money, you know, goes to the actual user. So everything is user friendly. I, as me 
me personally, that's my become as the person that founded the company. It's become my job to make sure the company is still irrelevant to make sure that users can use it. So when it gets filled with enough users, I can sell the platform to a bigger company and really cash, like really cash out. Now, again, it's all a process. And so I have to prove the traffic and things like that, which is why I've, I've gotten into the speaker and the thought leadership world. So I can set up a situation in which I'm educating people on this type of thinking. One of the main reasons I joined the mastermind about with Dre that I spoke about earlier, all sorts of things. All right. Now I'm explaining to you, I'm explaining it to you in a very simple way, but keep in mind, Jim 44, I started in 2012. We're in 2022. This has been a decade, a whole decade, a whole 10-year process for me to understand and figure out how every single piece of my business has these elements, how every single piece of my business have these elements. And what was the key? What was the main point of everything that I just laid out to you? And for the 10 years, 10 years that I've been going at this thing, all right, it's been two words. Say it with me, active listening. Meaning when people tell me that I need to shut it down and decommission the whole thing and the shit won't work, that the, I don't I do I don't ignore the people that say that. I just actively listen to exactly what it is their concerns with. Where are the holes? Where are the things that are confusing to you? And then I weigh. You know, is it worth it to go forward? I don't disdain that. I don't I don't get offended by any person that says, "Oh, Jim Forty Four will never work." And there've been plenty of people that have told me that over and over and over again. I do not get offended. I just look within and I say, "Okay." What, what exactly, where, where are you not getting the picture? Where are you not understanding? And then I say, okay, is it worth it to keep trying and keep going because of your concern? So the negative feedback, the active listening skills, it comes in really, really handy when you have a business that uh, you're focusing on a part of your business that just won't work, right? Because somebody will tell you, there's not one person, even my biggest critics, when it comes to Gym 44, there's not one person that didn't understand the concept and did not understand the concept. Not one person who just flat out told me that's just a stupid idea. Not one, not one. The only reason a person ever said it would not work was because it didn't make sense financially to them. They didn't understand how it was going to scale the business. They didn't get, they didn't get why a company would spend money to advertise on the trial, which is totally fair. And that is a totally 100%. I get, I understand 100% why a person would want to dump it because of that, but they don't have the experience as one has. They don't have the, they don't put out videos every single day on teamwork. They didn't play from seven years old all the way to 22 and walk on and tear the ACL. They didn't play for the legendary football coaches that I played for. They don't have books out on sports marketing and teamwork. Right? So whatever, so, so again, the active listening piece to your business isn't necessarily about you taking in something that someone else says to the to the heart, but it helps you really decipher how you should be moving forward and what you should be emphasizing in your season of business. And I'll be honest, you you don't hear me talk about Gym 44 a lot now because I know it's not for as one, it's for the user, and then it's for the company that's going to buy the platform from me. I cash out, I continue to do the things that I enjoy doing which is speaking, which is coaching, which is writing, which is reading and doing the things that educate the people on how to use it. And then the person who can really pay the, the platform like a LinkedIn or a Be Recruited or a jobs in sports, work in sports, all types of things that 
would be interested in just, just making it a little better or, or tweaking it a little bit to make sure it's getting the traffic and making sure the advertisement money is coming in. All that stuff, that's, that's something that I seek other people out to do. However, I stay to my core principles. I make sure it has the connectors, right? The, it make sure it serves the connectors, the mavens, and the salespeople. Very, very important that you grasp that. That it's not just like being, and it's the same thing when it comes to Swiftly. You, it's not just about being a skilled worker, not just about being a well-informed worker, not just about being a front team worker. It's about what? Adding your LY, lifting yourself, and becoming all three. Same way with Malcolm Gladwell. Again, being a connector, being a maven, being a salesperson. Your business has to have every single element, every single element covered. And if it's not covered, if you're not working towards striving or striving towards making sure all three are covered, you are losing. You're losing every single day because the first person that tells you your shit won't work, you're going to crumble and hide and go take some nine to five and dump your business, dump your company, and never you'll never try again because you don't got the balls. You haven't been listening. You've been actively listening to what people are telling you. Active listening is the key to growing your not only your business, but growing yourself and making sure you don't let people, like they said in the, the Rocky movie, you don't let people stick a finger in your mouth and tell you you're no good. You withstand that pressure and you keep fighting and you keep fighting and you keep fighting because no one knows your journey. No one knows how much you put into it. No one knows it. You got to grind. And fuck what everyone else says. It has to be about, it has to be about how you internalize it. All right? Again. Again, active listening is the key to life. Key to life, and it's the key to your business. All right? Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We will talk more soon. TFP. Hey, Jamie, JT. Oh. It's about time to get back hot again, man. You know a fresh out this thing. Go. You know you're looking at a winner, winner, so winner. Up there, and so out there, you so not here. Hey, hey, you see we so up there, and we so out right there. First. Hey, I'm waking up in the morning, hustling to the stage and performing, bustling through the hate and busting the door. Lately nothing misses, I must have been scarred. Speaking of the misses, I'm watching them pour, just like a drink that I'm enjoying. You're welcome to joy Just look at me so Feeling like joy Oh, oh the pain finished yet On the top But you just don't get it yet I don't get cut I make them cut the check Can't hit me in the stands Let me say it again Oh, you ain't heard I'm fish On the top But you just don't get it yet I never got cut But I make them cut the check So head on But guess what I feel like I can't miss MP3s overseas, I got no time to talk in this bar. Just look at me, sorry, feeling like you're. Oh, hold up, I ain't finished yet. On the top, but you just don't get it yet. I never got. Caught. 
Down America got a ministerial. The turbo super fast and that McLaren even scarier. Hit me turning corners, burning rubber in your area. I'm hard to follow once I pop the clutch and hit the throttle. I'm recession proof. I don't run the money, money run to me. In this economy, this I'm considered an anomaly. You got his Maseratis, new Ferraris, I got one of these. My future bright, tight like the got in front of me. Turn pain to progression in every studio session. Passion into perfection, to failure, I'm an exception. You wanna lose the battle, me is a blessing. You couldn't die at the hands of a better man. I ran from the bottom to the best, no auto tune. Been in the lead, say you seen King follow home. Never that, I'm the freshest, go ask whoever that. King back, money long as I an old like Cadillac. <laughs> You gon' hold me back home, boy Man, I'm back, man Brighter than ever You understand that? If you didn't like me then 